Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the second half of our Summer of Isekai. That's right, Phil did slime last time, so now it's my turn to present the clearly superior option, which you can look forward to. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka the Trash Manga Friends Podcast Not, episode 34. My instant trash manga ability is so overpowered, no one in this other world stands a chance against me. You know the drill by now, this is the show where three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga, we dissect what's good, what's bad, and what's trash, and since this time around we're going to have spiders involved, it must be trash. I'm your forever host and long-bodied seller Spider Sean, joined by brown recluse Spider Phil and Goliath Birdie a Spider Mike. How are you both? Okay, first of all, rude. Second of all, I did not like. I'm sure it's an actual type of spider that you googled, but yes. long bodied. Oh no, oh. I, don't, I don't like. I don't like that. <laughs> like I looked up types of spiders for that because that's the thing I now do at the start of episodes. Is like oh, sure. even then, I'm looking at it going like, I regret looking at this. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with spiders, and I'm still like, Ugh. some spiders are downright cute. They yes. are like, big eyes and fluffing. Oh. And some of them are mistakes. <laughs> is it the uh, camel spider? I don't know. Camel spider is a type of spider. I mean, it sounds familiar. That's the one you see it, you probably shit yourself because, dear God, it's it's the size of a person. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so that's what we're following in this manga. <laughs> all, all I know is like, I would never go to Australia just because sometimes they're like, yeah, spider will just sit under your toilet seat because why not? nice and warm there yeah um they also have i think it's australia that has the spider rain yeah sometimes it rains spiders yes. oh God, yeah yeah uh yep that i think I, I this is more than one place but they also have like the giant fuzzy balls you're like what the hell is that thing and then you touch it and then just a billion spiders separate oh, the, the trees i sure <laughs> i've seen it a few times trees. You're just like, oh man that's a weird looking tree and then it's like oh it's because the spiders have claimed it. <laughs> yeah. You do have that sometimes over here as well. I know in the past when I used to visit family, I was like, oh man, look at that little lump of spider. When I was much younger, I wasn't terrified of them. Mm-hmm. Like we'd poke it and then like a hundred spiders would scatter and I'd be like, oh, that's a lot. Oh, that's a, that's a lot of spiders. My opinion on spiders is much less controversial. I, I think they're doing a good job as long as they stay out of my general vicinity. Oh, I completely, like I'm... I'm not going to throw them out. Like, if there's a spider around in my room, that's fine. It can hang out. Just, yeah, don't get in my face. Like, one did when I was in a car journey one day, and one of them decided to, like, dangle down, like, an inch in front of my eye. And I was like, nope, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, uh, my partner sent me a TikTok, because that's just what she does now. Uh, is And she sent me a TikTok of a person who was driving, and, like, a huge spider appears in the dashboard. And, like, someone else is filming them who is also not helping, of course. And uh, the person driving says, we appear to have a situation. <laughs> just starts walking on the dashboard. And they're like, oh, just ignore it, just ignore it. And then climbed onto the steering wheel. <laughs> I can't ignore it anymore. So yeah, people get weird around spiders. Just makes me think, um, th- there was a scene in uh, Malcolm in the Middle, if you remember that. Uh, vaguely. It's all a fever dream, but vaguely. How the dad, he's, he's, mm. he gets into a feud with a, be, I guess. I don't remember this. Go on. <laughs> it, it was like the side plot of the, the episode. Sure, it doesn't sound like a main plot, sure. 
But it's, it's just like, you know, everywhere he's going, you keep seeing this beat until, like, at the end, it's just like him in his car, just like, you see him, like, swerving left and right to try and avoid this beat. <laughs> just like frantic music and everything. And then you sort of, like, cut to outside, like, some random person watching. It's just like, just see this crazy drunk guy swerving all over the road. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. And I've seen every episode of Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> Sounds great. Classic Malcolm in the Middle. I have never watched Malcolm in the Middle, so this is all sure that's going it, it, Most of it is good. There, there's a few bad ones in there. But yeah, mostly it's good. Like most of the, I mean, it's standard, but most of the first I seasons. avoided 90 sitcoms, brilliant. I like, I've never seen Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I've done a great job in avoiding these shows. So I, I would say Malcolm in the Middle is the best sitcom just because it's nothing like any other sitcom. It is pretty great. Also, if you watched uh, WandaVision, uh, oh. one of... One of the episodes parodies that uh, map in middle pretty heavily. Well, they're all par- aren't they all parodies of various TV styles slash shops? Yeah, uh, they're like parodies of sitcoms that are uh, notable for the decades that they appeared in. Right. So there's one okay. from the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. And now we're going to cover a notable <laughs> sitcom. No. Now we're going to cover a series from the decade people still can't decide what to name i think teens is what everyone's leaning towards but some people get really mad if you call it the teens i liked calling the 2000 2009 i like calling those the noughties oh yeah i've got no problem with that noughties is great it's great the noughties but uh yeah who knows what we'll call yeah 19 <laughs> just just don't call it the teenies please <laughs> that's all i ask anything else is fine it's the tinky winkies Everyone's favourite decade. I'd prefer that to teenies. <laughs> <laughs> just sounds weird and no. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Are we all ready to dive into our series we did cover from the teenies then? Uh, I guess. Sure. Brilliant. So, as I mentioned at the top of the show, this is our second half of our summer of Isekai. Me and Phil uh, had a little disagreement a while back over what the best Isekai where they don't re- just reincarnate into a human or humanoid is. If you listened to our last episode, you heard us discuss Phil's favourite and choice. That time I reincarnated as a slime. Whereas now, it's my choice. And as I'm not a fan of that, I've gone with So I'm a Spider, So What? A.K.A. Kumo Desuga Nanika. Uh, this is an isekai manga. Shock, gasp, I know. Wait, this, this was an isekai? In the summer of isekai? No. We don't repeat jokes here. You can't prove anything. So this was originally a web novel that started in May 2015. The light novel and manga versions both started up in December 2015. And then it's had one spin-off focusing on, uh, I don't actually have a name to hand, but it's like Spider Sisters or something like that. And that started in July 2019. Uh, it was originally written by Okina Baba. And the art and adaptation work for the manga version is done by Asahiro Kakashi. I uh, couldn't find any notable works for either of them in the past. It's licensed by Yen Press. So you can pick up 12 volumes of a light novel or 9 volumes of the manga right now. Uh, the spin-off will launch in October. Although, good luck, because boy, does Amazon rarely have stock. And if you want to check out the anime adaptation, good news, you can. There's a 24-episode uh, series, which was done by Midapensi, and it's all available on Crunchyroll now. So usually at this point, we'd throw to Phil to tell us a little bit about the series, but considering he'd never read this before this episode, which was a... Sure haven't. Surprising to me, considering he's the Lord of Isekai. But um, I guess, I guess, good, sometimes great ones just slip between the cracks. What can I say? And uh, since I already own this, I'm just going to cheat and read the blurb. Oh, that's cheating! It is goddamn cheater. 
And That's just calling right. attention to it doesn't make it not cheating. It exactly. just makes it lazy. You can't just say, excuse me, teacher, I'm cheating. And then the teacher's like, well, shit, I can't do anything about that. You're just like, where's the homework you I set you last night? Hands over the textbook. <laughs> yes. I was your average, everyday high school girl. But now I've been reborn in a magical world, dot, 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 as a spider. Wait, this isn't how these stories are supposed to go. Can I get a do-over? Dot, dot, dot. No. But how am I supposed to survive in this big, scary dungeon as well as the weakest monsters? It's every spider for herself in here. I've got to figure out the rules to this quick, or I'll be kissing my short second life goodbye. Dot, dot, dot. Need more dots. Yeah, I damn right. To give my summary, a girl gets isekai'd for some reason, and is reborn in a whole new world as an itsy-bitsy spider stuck in a massive underground cave system with bugs, primates, dragons, humans, and more. Will she ever see the light of day again, or be devoured within the depths? Well, this is different right off the bat because it's a it's a female protagonist getting a guide. It yeah. never happens. And yes, I know, I I know, I know, I know it does. <laughs> it's it's mostly men. In fairness, I don't think it had like at least for main characters. I don't think it has in anything we've read. I think Mabuseka has a second. No, I did. Read no, no, no. There was one. If you count it as an isekai, the Demon King's daughter. That was actually in a sky, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the that's the one we've read. Other than that, yeah, all the well, second did have a secondary character, yes. Sure, yeah, it sure. is. It is sadly less common, but then again, that's also a prevalence in a lot of like shonen and seinen. Generally, tend to have male leads. Yeah, I'm going to assume there's more of a male reader base for these things. So for yeah. isekai in general, so that's probably why they've got more male leads. People trying to relate to characters and whatnot. Not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's probably why. Although, let's be real. If you're relating to a spider, then um, <laughs> sure. I mean, hey, wh- whatever floats your boat. If you look at the spider and think, "Oh yeah," then okay. I, I mean, I, I mean, not, if there's not... one thing we can say about this series, it's never lewd. Um, depends on your point of view, because I'm sorry. Would what? What are you calling as lewd here? I'm learning because so much the about spider you. is always naked and still taking things off. This is coming from Mike. Why do I get so much furry porn on my Twitter? For <laughs> I know, it's, is spiders can can spiders be part of furry? Fandom? It would be a different thing, but yes. furry porn is anything animal, right? No, no, no it's not. They, they have different subcategories. You got furries, you got scalies, featheries. I think is a thing. Right for the birds, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to say something here. The fact that you both know this. Oh, we've both been on the internet far too long. I was going to say. And I haven't. Apparently not. <laughs> you didn't know what scalies were. Clearly. And honestly, I, I could I could be down with being a scaly. I'd fuck a dragon. I would. Because then you'd be like... You know hey. all I'm saying? If a dragon was like, fuck me, would you really <laughs> say no? <laughs> I'd be like, yes. <laughs> what am I going to... Yeah, what are you going to do? Do I get a choice? <laughs> you get a choice? Sure. <laughs> you're, you're thinking like, no, that's terrible. That's, that's force. I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> <laughs> you're presenting if anything absolutely because then i get to be like hey guys guess what mythical creature i just fucked and they'll yeah. be like a manticore no 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 <laughs> think bigger and then a scientist is going to sub things up your butt so they can scrape away the dragon semen and then there you go i'll have you know i'm a top <laughs> <laughs> that does <laughs> Oh god, this was not how I expected this episode to start. Is it ever? Uh, 
you usually you go off on one or something happens at the start that it doesn't like immediately devolve into us talking about fucking animals. I mean, there's a dragon in this, and uh, there's plenty and you of white, to fuck stuff, it? white stuff spewing around. Oh, yes. I got honestly. I gotta say, I'm looking at that dragon. That's a that's not a non-fuckable dragon. That's a that's a decent dragon. It ain't no Shrek dragon, but you know, we'll make do with what we have. Well, not that. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, it's not like in terms of characters you get a huge amount of choice as these two volumes are uh, exclusively about uh, Little Miss Spider. And yeah, that's it. She's your character. Yeah, so. I've got, I've got opinions, but we'll get to those, I guess. It, this is, in fact, the part of the show where we give opinions, Mike. Well, it's like <laughs> I suppose it's I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, I'll describe the plot first. But I mean, that's... I did. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's kind of my main gripe with this. There's, there's not, there's not. My, my thoughts when reading this were like, there's nothing particularly wrong apart from all the things I found wrong with it. Of course. And basically, in the two volumes we read, that was probably like the first two chapters of Slime. In fact, probably even the first one. Hmm. Like the whole thing feels like set up and. It really does. For what? I want to say, and this is going to be a. Say whatever you want. I know where it goes, but say what you want. (laughs) It's this going to be a hot take, but this is like the gamer, but with less plot, (laughs) which is impressive because that thing. But it's like the gamer, but if it was written by someone who knows how to write a story, there's no story in this. There's none. You get the isekai parts at the beginning, which are, you know, isekai parts. Glossed over heavily. Glossed over, yeah. Like, the character is sitting in class, falls asleep on their desk. It's not really clear. They were in pain and then they died. And in the prologue chapter, it's implied the rest of the class is also isekai, but that's never brought up. Yep. And now they're in a video game, and you know it's a video game. Okay, cool. So they do mention that B plot. I genuinely thought they didn't. So they didn't. They didn't mentioned that the class was discarded, but the art implies they were. The art implies it, and if you read the plot summaries that aren't on the one I gave, because I deliberately omitted it, uh, yes, yeah. the for whatever reason, the entire B-plot of this isn't appear in the first two volumes. It appears in episode one of the anime adaptation, so again, that's another thing, like I mentioned with Slime in the last episode, where they've swapped things around in order to yeah. make more sense. Yeah, that seems to be more common these days. Yeah, because, yeah, there is a whole quite a big important subplot or B-plot going on alongside the spider stuff that you don't see one iota of in these two volumes. These first two volumes are literally just, I'm a spider. Yes. this I'm a spider who's definitely in a video game. And I learn how to spider better, but with video game elements. like It's her trying to survive, yes. But that's it. That's just that's two that's volumes it. of that. Yeah, it's like yeah, they go fine. from opponent it's, to it's opponent. It's a, it's a glorified puzzle-solving manga, essentially. It makes me far more invested and far more related in this character than any other isekai we've covered in this show. I just because it's not just I'm an overpowered god. We let's go solve the world's problems. It's like I've got no. no I'm a fucking that. terrible little spider who's going to be killed by this terrible little frog. Okay. Uh, I, okay, have no, a, right. I have an I, issue with I, that as well. I have a complaint here. Go on, you first. 
you guys were both shit-talking about how convenient shit was in Slime last week. Yes, and it is, by a mile. And it's so fucking convenient in this. Like, oh no, I Jesus, just got bitten no. by a thing, but with poison. Sure is a good thing, I just got poison resistance. Yes. Oh no, I just had this thing happen. Oh sure, good thing I had this just happen. At... That's how humans work. No, I mean, no, not a human no spider. Magically kept poison resistance the first time you touch poison. This was actually going to be my one of my complaints as well. Uh, not quite to the point of convenience, because it does make some sense when you inject the video game logic in. Also, I would say everything, almost. Okay, yeah, not everything. Almost e- sure, yes. but almost everything the spider gets in this is earned, whereas in slime, it's just by the end of chapter one, it's like they're a god, they'll never lose the end. Oh, there's there's plenty of just ass pulls, and I don't just mean the webbing. I have no there's reason one, to believe this mention. spider would ever lose. Like there's plenty of times I've I straight up reading this thought. There's no reason they wouldn't be dead in this situation, other than the fact that you're like, oh, how convenient they survived on one health. Yeah, this is the issue I have with it. It's just stories in general. I know. I I understand you've got plot armor and whatnot. Like, I'm not expecting them to kill the main character, but it is a lot of convenient. Oh no, I've gotten into a fight and I've only just survived by the skin of my teeth over and over again. It's like, n- no. You see, this is my issue with it. It's I have no problem with plot armor as a whole because while I'm not a fan of it, it's sometimes needed to be able to, you know, have your characters not immediately die off. Yeah. So I get the necessary evil. My issue comes when how often that plot armor is used in this because it's like every fight is life or death. Fine, but they should have also lost every fight. They they should have lost it, and it's like one time you should have lost, but it you overcame. That's great, and even if you use the you played the system to do it, that's that's fine. But if it keeps happening again and again and again, like there is one part where quite close to each other, there's two different parts where they get straight up hit in the face by dragon blast of dragon breath yeah. of some kind, which and which shown this is like the most powerful thing that is in the entire area. And it can one-shot everything. Nope, survives that. No, it misses. That attack hit the... I know which one you're about. That attack hits the bridge she's on. Yes, it does. Uh, yes, and then they're, like, crushed by rocks, and the dragon yeah. sits on top of them, and it's like... Oh, that I'm is the wasp. That is the pile of wasps she's killed, and the dragon doesn't actually step on her. Steps around her. It's lying on top of her, is the point. And it's I admit just, that one's convenient as hell. Like, yeah, Don't that's the point. It's just a lot of convenience, like, Sure is convenient they're on, like, one hell. Like, don't get me wrong, another way I've complained about coincidences in the past, but that is just a storytelling thing. Because otherwise... you Again, like Mike said, there's nothing wrong with (laughs) plot armour in my mind. I I agree, you can't just kill off the main character, it's just, as Mike said, is how often it happens in this one. To me, it's far, like, it's only, like, a handful of times compared to Slime, where it was every other page. Okay, so against the dragon you can say you could make the argument dragon wasn't interested in a spider why would they be they the reason why they even attacked in the first place is because as part of that scene the spider character makes like an elaborate webbing into a bridge essentially and it was in the dragon's way so they weren't really concerned with them okay so that what they weren't the target fine you could argue they survived that even though i don't think they would have but whatever what doesn't make sense is Basically, where we ended reading, and they fought off an entire horde of giant monkey ape things. 
like an endless horde. I will be the first to admit that entire fight is jumping the shark. I will happily admit that fight is bullshit and should never have happened. It's the entire also, horde as well. Yes. So one of the ones that bothers me is actually right at the start. Okay. Just after our main character has hatched mm-hmm. and finds their mother, question mark? It's implied, yeah. Im- implied, yes. Uh, and is like, that's a big scary spider, and oh look, it just ate one of my siblings, and I'm going to run the fuck away. And is the most agile motherfucking spider that has just been born ever. Yeah, and that's briefly explained at one point, that it just so happens to have been born with with god speed but it's also just like you you are a human that has just been reborn as a spider i don't think you would be that agile even if your agile stat was that high sure sure you've got to get used to having limbs life or death scenario yeah it's like how how do i make these gangly things work or i die <laughs> so yeah I yeah still yeah. i I'm more forgiving of that one because it's the first instance of it. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I appreciate it's the first instance. I, I am forgiving of it, but it's just another one of these. That's a very convenient escape from death. Yeah, yeah. Eh, as I say, I had no problem with that one. Literally, the only one I have a problem with, and I completely agree with any faults you make on it, is the, the one that Volume Two ends on, where even when I saw it in the anime, I was like, "This is, this is so dumb." Because especially because after that, it then power scales back down again because yeah they beat a whole essentially a species of like yeah. a thousand monkeys it's like no no that that one i can't let give you a pass on that's and bullshit. they they call them monkeys but they're essentially like great white apes essentially yeah. like i had no problem with the idea if she beat like a dozen or a group of them and like they all come in and so basically she kills off one of them for food because everything's about her eating to survive. Yeah, much. like everything is. Yeah, and it lets out a death screen that brings in essentially the horde. That's all fine. And if she'd beaten like a dozen or a couple of dozen, sure, I could allow that. It's when they're like, yeah, I beat the first like wave. Oh, there's like another hundred, and then another hundred, and then another hundred. It's like no, stop, stop, just yeah. no. This is jumping the shark. We didn't need this. <laughs> and so much of that fight is convenient abilities that they apparently made beforehand, but that we uh, didn't every, see. Everything they use in that is referenced in other parts. It's like times. um when they just throw like a blob of poison or something is a thing yeah, that they, happens. They did a, there were a couple of pages where when they first got poison so magic. You, and they were like, yeah, Whoa. they don't show a throwing poison, but they do show them creating poison so i can i can forgive that to an extent i would argue that and there are a couple of exceptions again but most of the skills you say and this is hammered home when you get to see like the skill list most of them are things you have seen in action at least once or twice it's yeah. rare that she gets a skill and it's never used or it's like in the game or it's like hey i've got a dishwashing skill it's like great well it's because to be fair 90 percent of the skills that the main character gets are just passive things Sure. Yeah, that's fair. They're, they're either passive or things you would expect a spider to have. Like, yeah, it's, it's just most of them are things you don't see in action. It's like, oh, they've got poison resistance and acid resistance. Like, you don't see anything for them. Yeah, it's just, oh, I ate something which has this trait. It's leveled up. There you go. Yeah. But, like, you see a lot of, like, oh, string manipulation, I think, was one of them. Yeah, I was going to make a reference to that. Spider. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, I'm okay with that, like using it to make webs or even elaborate shapes, like they make a a morning star. <laughs> An entire <laughs> home. It's amazing. I love it. They do, yeah. Like, I'm kind of okay with that. The bit that loses me is when they're getting attacked by a wasp at one point, and wasps fighting spiders is that's a that's a standard thing. Um, and it's always shown how the wasp can beat the small wasp can beat the giant spider because the wasp can fly about nature using its advantages and stuff. Even though the spider should absolutely beat the wasp, but yeah, that's absolutely it, a thing. It's in the web and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um. And but then in that scene, the wasp is on his back or on her back and jabs yeah, her with poison. This, this is another kind of, again, in my opinion, a little ass pulley. Yeah, like literally in this case, because yes. they use web to curve up and around over themselves just to pull the and then pull the wasp off them. It's so weird. It's like a very serious injury in the process. Yeah, yeah, very serious as well. They just survive that. And then, of course, every time they level up, quote unquote, they shed their skin and oh, I'm I'm better now. Yes, health. they they do get a full restoration every time yeah. they level yeah. up. Although to hammer it home in that one as well, it's not like she immediately levels up. She's then stuck with that for no. days. Sure. That's sort of my problem there. It's like they do kind of mention it after the fact. She's like, oh man, it's a good job I leveled up when I did because I was losing health. And it's like, you had that wound for five days. Like, I, uh, yeah, you're on five health. Like, was it really that much of an issue if you've lost two health over five days this is another one of my criticisms this does fall into the the gamer thing of these numbers don't matter yeah there's so many numbers that just don't matter oh, I, I straight up just didn't pay attention to the levels of skills they were just... neither did i yeah like, that's, apart with that's the fair. exception of the, the appraisal skill where we can actually see what's happening the others yeah. meaningless. i will give them this that the appraisal skill uh is used to quite good effect and i don't just mean like in terms of telling the story i mean in just like comedic effect as well because they yeah. originally they're walking along after they've just escaped murderous mother father whoever and they said like hmm if this is a video say themselves this is a video game maybe i should have an appraisal skill and like appraisal skill acquired oh <laughs> okay oh, no, then no no because this is a thing that bothers me about the character specifically okay go on it's like oh the appraisal skill will cost you 100 skill points. Do you want to spend 100 skill points? And the main character's like, fucking yeah, let's do it. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yes. No. Appraisal's a, as they say, appraisal's a great bog standard skill. Well, I just love what they do with it. Because it starts at level zero or level one or something. It starts shit is the point. And so they're just walking around like, what is this? A rock. What is this? A rock. What is this? A rock. What is this? wall <laughs> yeah appraisal is almost like a character in and of itself it's so involved in the plot in many ways yeah it's like it's weird they they constantly like talk to it as if it's a person they'd be like yeah you're my you're like they're, they're like talk to it like it's a friend even though it doesn't talk yeah. back even though it's not like great sage or something yeah which, yeah like, it's nothing like has. that yeah no and, and uh they even say when it's like really bad they're like what the point is this and then when it turns out that it's actually a good idea to have it <laughs> They're like, I thought you were a... I thought you were like this down-in-the-dumps, out-of-work businessman. When did you become this real classy lady? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. after it hits level five or whatever, like, prepared to be like, oh, man, this is still useless. And it's like, no, wait, you're actually useful now. No, my energy wasted on hating you. 
<laughs> like, obviously, I can't speak for you two, but I feel like the comedy on this series was always on point. Sure, there's uh, not a yeah. lot of it, though. How dare. Uh, <laughs> I know, like, points that are actually meant to be comedic rather than, like, cute, I guess. I, I think the actual points that are meant to be funny are funny. I just don't think there was a lot that was really meant to be ha-ha funny, more just a, huh, and then moving on kind of situation. Yeah. Apart from the appraisal stuff, there's the odd little, like, visual gag where, like... yeah. After after they learn magic, it's like, oh man, going to be a magical girl spider, and you see them dressed there up in a magical girl. A ton of visual gags, like most notably, yeah, there's a Madoka Matt gag immediately followed by a Dragon Ball Z gag, and it's like, yeah. oh god, like the visuals are without a doubt probably my favorite part of this. They take what could be such a dull series and very, it's like, oh, it's a spider in some caves, it's like a frog, a snake, a dragon, and they just inject so much life into it yeah i will i will give them that the the art is actually good as well and the, the, the main character doesn't look like an actual spider they have what i can only be described as alphonse elric face elric's face from full metal alchemist oh yes yeah it's it's pretty much the face all the time especially in those scenes where you're getting like the soliloquy from him and he's got the the, the chibi face kind of thing going on yeah they bring so much expression out of something that really shouldn't have it. It's amazing. Yeah, very much so. So, yeah. And the art is actually like, good. Like, I can't say much bad about the art. You can always tell what's going on. You can always tell what they're trying to portray. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's usually very clear, especially in action scenes, what's happening. I do think, I will admit, sometimes it probably maybe goes a bit too far with the detail, where it's like, I didn't... You could simplify this a little bit. Like, considering <sighs> it's just in a cave with webs half the time, they... Artist puts a lot of work in. I feel like it's generally overall quite simple art. Like I don't, it's not bad by any means, but some of the panels where there's like webbing and fighting and multiple monsters and poisoned globs being put, like this is a bit busy. But I'd say it's not often. I feel that like for the main, I love the art, but there are a few times where I was like, uh, maybe, maybe tweak this one a bit. And while it does look interesting, though, I can't get over the fact that it really is weirdly fight of the weekish in the sense that it, it goes from just go from opponent to opponent that's it it's even more hammered home because um depending on whether you read the official one or the cough official one uh the cough official one splits it up a lot more like uh yen press's release doesn't bother with the half chapter nonsense and just puts them all in one mm -hmm. again that that's down to how it's released in japan I think the last one was released in thirds. Yeah, <laughs> like the last some chapters are in one go. Some are in like yeah, three or four segments. But I feel that that also because I know that's the version Mike will have read and probably the version Phil read. That will yeah. have lent in a lot more to that fight of the week, and I don't deny that because there's literally a chapter opens with it's Spider versus Frog mm -hmm. in the same way where literally in the last one we had like it's Slime versus Wolf. Yeah, like and the stuff that you. We, we established quite early on that this is a people-sized spider, even though realistically yes. there's no way for them to scale themselves like that. But okay, whatever. Um, whoa, whoa! Are you telling? Are you telling me this? This isn't feasible, Mike. No, I'm, in a fantasy world, sure, perfectly feasible. It's just this person's been effectively born, and then they go, "I'm the size of a person." Like, how could you possibly know that? As she finds footprint. Yeah, they found footprints. 
No, she says she's as big as a person before finding the footprint. No, she doesn't. No, she talks about she doesn't know how big she is. Mm, okay. So she's saying like she could be regular spider sized or she could be person sized. She doesn't know. Yeah. It's when she's trying to figure out if she's reincarnated in our world or somewhere else. And then yeah, when she sees the footprint she goes, Oh, I'm about as high as a child, I guess, basically. She calculates herself between somewhere between two and three foot. Yeah, height height wise, yeah. You yeah. said earlier how we like the art, though. I think the footprints is like one of the main failings of this because you looked at them and they said, "Oh, that's footprints." I went really? They look more like Cheetos to me. <laughs> like what's it? <laughs> they did what? not look like footprints. They basically just looked like the shape of a footprint. I don't think yeah. they did. I think they look more curved and elongated than they should have been. But uh, whatever. I was like, "Oh, hey, Chester Cheetahs walked through here." <laughs> I I could tell what they were, so. <laughs> Yeah, I knew there were footprints. I knew what they were. They're yeah. not going to be like Adidas trader soul prints. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? That'd be more obvious. Like, yeah, it'd, it'd be nice if it had like proper. I can't think what you call it. I wasn't lost. I, I got yeah. it. You know? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I got it. Um, and if you are going with the whole video game logic, then yeah, most fantasy video game-esque world monster spiders are in fact people-sized so yeah sure and but the weird thing is everything is apparently people-sized in here because my main complaint if they hadn't found those footprints is everything looks like it's on an otherwise normal scale to what you'd expect a spider to be because the frogs are like twice their size and i don't even say they are like most things are about the same size as the main character, with a few exceptions. Sure. They're all huge, is what I'm saying. Considering, as we learn later, they're essentially trapped in the biggest cabin in the world, which links continents underground. I can believe that, you know, these, there's these, this entire... Well, part of the series is that this entire ecosystem of batshit crazy creatures has evolved out there. So I can, I can believe that they've gone relatively big, as it were, size-wise. My problem there would be if this is apparently connecting continents, I would have thought at some point the human civilization, which to be fair we know nothing of. Pretty much. Beyond yeah. like the five humans we very briefly you see. You know nothing at the moment, bar they exist. They no, they, no, they, they no, exist. they have mastered fire. They have mastered fire. Okay. They have mastered weapons because they've got weapons. Yes. yes. They are, they are medieval fantasy humans, yes. I was about to say, I'm going out on a limb, they are the stereotypical Iskai medieval European... I will tell you now, they have castles. Yes. So <laughs> they, they probably have the sword one, the bow one, the magic one. There's probably a guild in there somewhere, no doubt. Probably a few yes, guilds, yeah. there are guilds. There of course, yep. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like, I would have thought, surely at some point, the humans would be like, right, we've got this brick big-ass connection between the two continents. Let's maybe, like, shore that up, have a nice clear passageway, clear out all the monsters. Sure, or just, like, clear out the top layer and yeah, top, top and block off the rest. So this, this is actually something, I suppose, is the other thing. We, we don't know where the main character is born, but we know by the end they're quite low down in this dungeon. Yeah, that they keep going lower to, to find... Going lower, and they're like, no, I need to go higher. I think, and I could be wrong here, 
they're born in the second layer down and then yeah as they this goes on they go to again this is me trying to remember from the anime but i think there's five layers she's born on layer two and i think by the end of this she's dropped down to about layer four i think something like she drops down a few times yeah it, it, in her process of running away from the humans she uh falls into a giant pit and like we down we go that does happen and that's another part which i found kind of funny because they go they, they use their web to try and catch onto this giant the edge of this giant pit and then unlike the graceful spider-man that we are all familiar with they just they just face plant straight into a wall it's like oh, okay <laughs> yeah that, that'll happen <laughs> like i get it yeah 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 well there's a lot of like that's one of the big things about this is it's like a human essentially trying to bring their sensibilities to a spider and slowly coming to the terms with their that's not how it works when you're a spider. I don't know about slowly. I feel like they come to terms with the whole thing very quickly. Like, you have that first time, which actually is also another complaint I have, when they eat their brother. I say yes. brother, sibling. Like, yeah, this is gross, but I need to eat. Like, yeah, fair, fair enough. Like, of course you would. If you're in a do-or-die situation, you'll eat whatever you can get your hands on. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time we ever see them really having any particular qualms over eating anything. Like occasionally they'll go, "This is kind of gross," but they they still chow down quite happily. And even when they do chow down the gross things, it always to their benefit because yeah. they'll get like a skill from it. But right, I want I want to touch on this point while I think about it. Sure. Fucking eating the sibling. They're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, sure is convenient. I brought the sibling with me to eat just when I ran away." It's like, no, no, they didn't. They specifically ran away with nothing because, like, no, my parents going to eat me. And there's like, sure, it's a good thing I brought this along to eat. It's like, but but she didn't. Which also reminds me, what the fuck happened to the egg? The egg uh, that got abandoned when she had to flee the humans who set her nest on fire. Because we find earlier on that they've got this egg. A- egg is a character in and of itself. <laughs> it's it's egg. We they, they the use egg. their appraisal skill. It's egg. It's egg. It can't be cracked open for whatever. It breaks rocks when she tries to use it, yep, and it I'm saves her life. It's, yeah, it's made of some sort of fantasy metal. I'm assuming it is some high-level fantasy monster egg. I'm guessing it's a dragon. A egg. phoenix or something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would assume phoenix or dragon or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going with dragon egg because we've seen a dragon before. Sure. But yeah. Fair. It's yeah. But all I'm saying is, if you as a writer could give so much character and make me invested in a goddamn egg, you're doing something right. Well, okay, okay. Now, Sean, hear me out. Okay. So we're on the summer of Isekai. We are. We're, we're, we're reviewing Isekais of people not being reincarnated as people. Humans. Yep. Uh, I've got one where someone starts out as an egg. Oh, amazing! We could have part three to this. <laughs> the time I was Isekai'd into, I was reincarnated as a breakfast. <laughs> if we're gonna bring up the whole summer of Isekai thing, I would point out that in this one, she's a spider. Right. And that's the end yeah. of that. There's none of this mulligan bullshit. I can just become a humanoid within two volumes. Yeah, that is true. She's just straight up a spider. But I, I really want to like praise this for being like, yeah, this is something new and different. But like, that's that's all it is. <laughs> I I also feel like it's it's not... only new and different. What no a no crime. no. It's like okay, so <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, let's put it this way. What if the reverse happened? A spider got isekai'd into a human body. <laughs> could be the exact same fucking story <laughs> i mean it wouldn't because they'd be a human 
Because I have to get a job and everything, Mike. <laughs> wow, that'd be the worst fucking isekai ever. I mean, if you want to find that out, go read the slime spin-off where that essentially happens. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you want to find out, go step in front of a truck. <laughs> like, whoa! I would never do ask you to do such a thing, Mike. It's like, go, just go isekai yourself. I need you in this world to talk about isekais. <laughs> this isn't like bloody I'm in an isekai with my smartphone that shows me what's happening on Earth, which is a fucking terrible series, and I hate that one. <laughs> I honestly, until you said it's a terrible series, I thought, oh, he's just making this up for hyperbole. <laughs> no, I that was one of the many first episodes of anime I saw way back when. It's just, yeah, I'm just in another world. I'm a magic, I'm overpowered god, like any isekai hero in is, except this one and no i disagree i disagree too and but i've got my smartphone because i asked god to give me that when i reincarnated so i can see that i can see the news in the other world i can't call anyone but i can like what's happening on bbc news today which is incredibly useful when you're in another world yeah when it's completely disconnected from you oh no it's very useful but just it's like this is what we're this is what we are at now with the isekai genre. No, I, I, I agree. A lot of isekai <laughs> just has a very dumb premise when it's not just being generic as shit. Yeah, like uh, so many isekai fall into the trap of we are in a generic fantasy world. We are the most powerful person in this generic fantasy world, but we have this one gimmick. And this one tiny gimmick is just to make it so we're not literally generic. We are tiny, do it different why i love this one because unlike slime which goes down that same path even though it starts with such promise spider resolutely remains no we're not gonna just make them a generic human they're a spider life fucking sucks watch them try and deal with it like admittedly i was waiting as soon as they introduced magic into this whole thing i was waiting for them to get the transformation magic or something like i was waiting for that and <sighs> And as much as I want to praise it for that, nothing actually happens in this. It is just a person... Okay, you're learning how to be a spider in a fantasy video game world. Okay, you can devote some time to that. Some. But this implies, because it's the whole two, two volumes. volumes, this implies this is the whole manga. Yeah. It's, just, it's just you learning and leveling up. I was like, what? Like, this, even the gamer had a subplot. You know, it was crap, but it had one. <laughs> It did it. Yeah, it was a shadow organization thing, and they had the people doing fights in the shadow realm and shit like that. Like it had like a, it had a side plot. That wasn't the main plot. <laughs> uh, that was the main plot. Yes. Okay, sure, it was the main plot, but it was effectively the side plot. <laughs> yes, as far as Mike's concerned, because the whole of the plot was talking about how. Yeah. <laughs> great this video game logic is or whatever it was. Sure, yeah. Whatever the fuck they talked about for 90% of the comic, yeah. yeah. And hey, despite the fact that I, again, freely admit that a lot of this is dedicated to skills, I don't think it becomes as obsessed with them as the game are quite oh, manages. I, I really think it is. It's like, because it, it there is multiple chapters devoted to, I can eat the thing, oh, the thing tastes bad, but now I have a poison resistance skill. Just shit like that. Just constantly, pretty much. I've been hit. Oh, I'm hurt. I am in pain. Ah, but now I have pain resistance. Oh, it doesn't actually heal me. It just, yeah. This is kind of why I disagree with Sean's sentiment that it's not like slime, because it feels very much like they do a thing, they get a skill. Straight up every time. It's like, ah, oh, they've eaten a new creature, they've got a new skill. It's a new resistance. 
See, I don't generally have a problem with that because that no. is video game logic, and they're clearly in a video game. I don't, I don't really have a problem with that in concept. The issue is the amount of time they spend to doing it over and over and over. And yeah, I know you could absolutely go too far the other way as well and not spend enough time on it. Like you could absolutely have a person eats the frog for the first time. Cool, and I have poison resistance, paralysis resistance. Uh, resistance to damage. It's like, wow, that's too that's much. That's the once. thing. I would much rather it plays the long game with it than just like so many isekai where within one chapter, it's like I will never be investing in this again because it's clear they'll never, nothing is ever going to phase them. I do agree with you. I feel that's already happening. This because not even close. Like you could you compare where slime is at the end of the two to where spider is at the end of the two. Spider's still fucked in a dungeon and could easily be killed if she actually tries to one on one a dragon. But they never will. Because, as we said, they just always... We ever will. That's how storytelling works. No, it's Again, not. It's no. down to how often it happens. Unless your name is George R. R. Martin, that's how storytelling works. Again, it's down to how often it happens. Because <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Here's the, the disconnect. Okay, obviously, if you're telling a story about a character, that character needs to survive. Obviously, it does. So you, as a reader, you're looking at this, and you are wanting them to make you as a reader suspend your disbelief long enough to think are they going to be okay and once they get to the point where you probably believe they're going to be okay you want to be invested in how they're going to be okay why they're going to be okay if you get to a point where you're just like i know they're gonna win and i don't care how that's bad writing and i never get to that point i am always invested in the how and why they're gonna win in this one but that's the thing if you're like if you jump straight to the how and why, then that's a problem because you've missed a step. And that missing a step means that you find it, that as a reader, you find it so much harder to be connected to your characters. Heavy disagree. <laughs> you're wrong, but you're allowed to disagree. It's a more a fact of everything that you remove from that process makes it harder and harder to be connected to the thing you're reading. And when you're not connected as much as you could be, you start to see the holes in logic, like the plot armor and how frequently it's employed. Because, yeah, if you want a story about a person who fights their way to get stronger, that's, that's fine. But you need to be able to show that while the threats are there, they're manageable. Not that they're overwhelming, but you somehow always win. Because that's how you end up with the fighting the horde of monkeys at the end of it. Like, that's obviously you're not going to win this, but now the story has become one that clearly ha they have to win. So, yeah, I mean, this is also my main complaint with Attack on Titan as well. I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, if you've never watched Attack on Titan. But in the third episode, main character of the anime is his. Main character just dies. Yeah, just fucking dies. And you're like, oh, okay. And a lot of people were sitting there going like, oh, man, what are they going to do now? And I'm sitting there thinking, he's not dead. He's not dead. There's no way, they're going to pull out some bullshit. And I called that before watching the very next episode where you prove he's not actually dead, or the one after that or whatever. I think there was actually an episode gap to try and... I think, yeah, so what spoilers, it was like, I think episode four is where you have... Episode five, Eren dies, and then episode seven, he's back. Yeah, like there's an episode buffer in between to try and sell it a bit. 
That's the thing. I mean, referencing this, because I will just say this and I'll keep it brief because I know we've had this argument so many times. Yeah. You were the only one I know it was like, nice, nah, clearly. Like, everyone else I knew was like, okay, Macassar's going to be the lead character now because she nah. had been built up enough to do that. I disagree, especially because, especially because they also tried to build up Armin, I think his name was, the other guy. Yes. They tried to build him up as a character and I did not. I, I could not put him in a main character role. He was su- supporting character 101. He he was always the Brock role of the series. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you love him, but maybe not. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I could have seen a situation where, like, him... Because the whole point where you think Aaron has died is because he's saving Armin from being eaten, basically. Sure, sure. Like, jumps into Titan's mouth and throws Armin out. I could see that Which leading. Which is stupid. Some... Go on. It is. It is stupid. But I could see that leading to some character growth in Armin being like, "No, and now I've got to come the very best and like murder all the Titans." And uh... yeah, but no, no. I I just never bought that the other characters were built up enough, and because of that, it took me out of the moment because it made me go past the that crucial step of how is he going to survive, and like I don't care how he survives because I know it's going to be bullshit. And that's exactly what I feel with this. That's the point there, is that everyone has a different sense of disbelief and everyone has like a different tolerance for what they think's okay and what they think isn't in the story. Like we had differences in Attack on Titan in the same way we have differences in this. Like spoilers, if you haven't already grasped by now, I'm clearly invested in this series. Whereas <laughs> and I can appreciate why you're not. Like obviously I'll disagree, as I've made clear. But uh I can appreciate, yeah, if you just see this as just another Isekai with just another overpowered protagonist. I, I think you're wrong, but I get it. No, no, that's just it. I don't see that. I don't see it being a generic Isekai, because it's not. I, the whole premise makes it completely different to most of them. Uh, I mean, not completely different. Mostly different. Different where it counts, I'll say, because it's still video game f- fantasy world, whatever. So it's, it's different where it counts. And it's different enough that I would say this stands alone in Isekai. My issue... And I don't think... It doesn't look like they sh- they're overpowered and they should win every fight not at all but that's the problem they don't look like they are capable even slightly capable like you you they spend a lot of time using words like small and lesser and showing how the abilities they have are kind of useless sometimes and they spend so much time doing this but then they're like oh but i but i won i survived this unsurvivable thing i can get abilities uh, left, right, and center just by doing whatever. And I can do it all while being actually quite comfortable. You know, not scary at all. It's just, I made myself a little home. It's quite nice. And they're just way too comfortable in this world where they should be scared at every point. I mean, I would argue one of the whole points of the thing, and this happens several times throughout these first two volumes, is that every time she starts to get comfortable and complacent, something then completely disrupts that. Like, she makes her home with the egg. It's like, yeah, I'm happy. I could live here for the rest of my days and then humans burn it the fuck down. She gets into kind of like an impasse with the wasps and all that and then the dragon's like, nah, fuck it. Get get out of here, you. It happens a couple of times where like she's like, I'm comfortable in this scenario now and then it's like, no, no, no. You are still an insignificant speck in this dungeon. You have to be on alert every moment. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I do give you, I will give you that and that's fair. It's just for me that that's not even the main problem. The main problem to me is the fact that I don't think anything will ever kill this character. Nothing will even like seriously injure this character. And yes, I know 
I, I think there'll be serious injuries. I just don't think they'll matter. Yeah, like it, this comes back to the the numbers just not even mattering. It's like I have one HP. Who cares? It comes back more to the hot way. So one of the thing we did mention earlier. So you basically upon full restoral, um, you get fully healed. However, yeah. that's more than like a health bar per se, because there is a chunk of this manga where that isn't the thing that's shown. So that also sure. includes like in her first fight against the frog, uh, when she's like, "Man, that's a frog. What does it do?" and then gets poison shot in her eye, and gets poison resistance. Yes, and acid resistance. Because that was literally one of my complaints, is the fact is like, oh no, I've been hit by acid. Oh look, I'm conveniently resistant to acid. I do see this more as a, you're being affected by a thing long enough that you're learning to become more resilient to it's it. It's fine, rather. but this was literally, they've been hit by acid, they've gained acid resistance. Yeah, yeah, mean, I know, it's, it's not. I have There's no enough time in between. problem with, but... They also do try to say that it's not good. Like, it hurts a yes. little less, but that's about it. But yeah, the, her, it hurting a little less is actually huge. Because that's the difference between you're le you letting yourself die and you being able to push through. But anyway, the point I was more making is essentially... So injuries do last until she levels up. And that is a point that kind of comes up several times where she's still blind in one eye. And admittedly, spider eight eyes, so it's not really that much of an effect on her. but. These are permanent until you level up, which does come into play several times. Which is fine, except, again, I, it's of no consequence as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's not, oh no, they're still injured. It's, alright, I give it like a chapter or two before they level up and it's not a problem. Also, and then towards the end of even what we read, they got HP regeneration as well. So, also that, yeah, so actually it's probably even, not even relevant anymore. Yeah, like leveling up is... Completely but, irrelevant. Potentially, but I'd argue it's more relevant than any other isekai I've ever seen. Like I don't recall yeah. seeing any other isekai where people actually take meaningful damage. It's not really an isekai, but uh, solo leveling kind of does it a bit. I would, I will definitely say the numbers become meaningless in it in solo leveling. Absolutely. <laughs> but let's be real: the numbers become meaningless in every isekai. Ever. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah, absolutely. Numbers are meaningless in anything. I, I don't, I don't care what the series is. If it's got a number on it, it doesn't matter. Uh, unless you keep your power scale like to Dragon Ball levels or original Dragon Ball levels, where there's like two or three versions. Yes. So, like, if, even like some try to like simplify it, where they have like the ranking systems in your generic as Iskai worlds, where it's like mm -hmm. F through S or SS or SSS rank. And it's just like great. Doesn't matter because they're just going to be at the top of the rank at some point. It also like they can't help themselves. This put. This, this new enemy, oh no, could they be triple S ultra special <laughs> rank? <laughs> like, fucking get out. <laughs> the problem with numbered ranking scales or stat stats or anything like that Just is... ranking scales and stats, to be honest. Well, yeah, the, the problem with showing them is, is kind of twofold. Either you have to show them very cursorily, and not very often, and you have to show them as a general reminder of, like, where the character's at, at which point they become pointless. Or you have to show them a lot and have them be super detailed to the point where they become annoying. There's no middle ground. You have to pick one. The gamer makes it pointless. <laughs> Sorry, makes it boring. And this makes it pointless. About, so again, future site reference. It's levels are pointless. I'll happily admit to you that, especially when species can evolve. So it's about to say, because we actually do see at one point 
the main character evolves into a slightly better version of their species, and then their level resets. Not like that mystery um, pocket monsters game. Uh, uh, and no, we, no, we know no. it's a it's a mystery game because they put a sensor bar over it. It involves pocket monsters, you've got to catch them all, I'm not sure what they're on about. It's not like that, though. Well, the, point, the point is the levels reset, so at that point you kind of go, well, levels are just straight up meaningless because it depends entirely on what... Levels are essentially is. a progress indicator to your next evolution. Yes, yeah. I will uh, happily admit that. The four... The four stats. Uh, I think it's four stats. The attack speed. Uh, H. Oh, sorry, those. Stats. No. Oh no. Okay, I'll complain about those ones at the moment. But uh, yeah, yeah, the four stats. Kind of. When you get further on, she uses it as a general gorge of like, how should I take this fight, as it were? Like, are they a super fast enemy? Are they a super strong enemy, etc. But yeah, mm-hmm. otherwise, if it's a as Mike said, a cursory glance, and then cool, right on we go. Doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, I I just feel like something like that. And again, I wouldn't say that's an issue with this one in particular. Just just be like, oh, that enemy looks fast. I should approach it this way. If you want to have a stats issue that is this one in particular, um, that's the fucking SP bars. I don't know why there's two of them. It's pointless. They do explain it. Kind of one of them is like your reserves. They don't, they don't explain that in the anime because it's irrelevant. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is a relic. You yeah, have stamina bar one and stamina bar two. One, one is yellow. One is red. Yeah, yes. one is your on-hand stamina. The other is your stamina you've got left in reserve, which also tracks your hunger. I guess I couldn't tell you because again, it they like the series. The series always treats it as just one's your first one, one's your second one. Oh man, talking about meaningless stats, the fucking agility stat completely meaningless. It's crazy high. Everyone can keep up with them. Everyone. Every, everyone. everyone. <laughs> There's not a single creature in this entire thing that can't keep up with the protagonist, even though their um, speed or agility is crazy high. The, apart, the from human, the hum- apart from the humans. The humans are like literally the only one that can. She outruns everything else. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, not at all. Yeah, every she time. She outrun a lot of stuff, to be fair, Mike. They even make a point in one of them that, like, oh, these lizards are keeping up with me. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I think maybe this is kind of where those pointless stamina bars come into effect. It's a lot of, oh, no, these things are keeping up with me, but then maybe they out-stamina... I, I don't know. It does, it does kind of feel like a lot of stuff does keep pace with them for a while. Until, the, until there's a convenient hole for them to fall down. If you're that much faster than things and you are an ambush predator, which spiders are, then why do you lose any why why would you lose any fights ever? Because you get forced to fight them head on, like that's the point they repeatedly make. She's great at ambushes, but bad in head to head. That's stupid. <laughs> and then beats an entire horde of monkeys. But yeah, you know. apart from that though. Yeah, ignore ignore that. I wish I could, trust me. <laughs> yeah. That that never happens again after that point. <laughs> to be fair, in that one scene, they've got their own little like base that's at the top of a wall that the monkeys have to climb up, and inexplicably, they can't climb on the ceiling to escape. So shut up. Because it's smooth, Mike. It's so smooth, so smooth. The thread won't stick to it. Yeah, that's how that works. I'll be the first to tell you that entire fight is bollocks. <laughs> Because <laughs> it like where we ended it as well. It's it's only set to get worse and oh yeah, it's not over yet. Because we they 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 look into the into the horde and they see oh no, those are the evolved type of monkeys. 
like, oh, so this this bullshit thing you're doing, that's about to get worse then. <laughs> All right, cool. Yes. Yes. I, I again I feel a bit when I was watching the anime, which is the first iteration of this, I saw I was like, you were doing so well up until now. Why why do we need this jump the shark bullshit? <laughs> just no. Just this should yeah. be something I see in like volume ten, not volume two. And you shouldn't come out of it on completely unscathed. Yeah. No way. Well, I mean, in a world where you can regenerate all your health, it's you're never not yeah, but, quite unscathed. But. Yeah, but get hit once at least. God. She did get hit once. <laughs> once. Okay, yeah, literally <laughs> once. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. She got hit once. She got one of her legs ripped off. One of her legs then, grabbed, yeah. yes, and then very conveniently leveled up just before the rest of the horde showed no, it up. It was very inconvenient because they were about to get attacked and every second counts in a fight to the death. Yeah, sure. Very inconvenient. Ugh, yeah, I yeah. I mean, one of the things, so you do see it once and it becomes more relevant later on with the whole inconvenient stuff is when you do evolve, um, you pass out for like a day, basically. Something so like we've that, seen yeah. that once and then it's never really brought up again. So I don't yeah, know how she much never evolves again in, the, in these two Oh, when, when she evolves. Sorry, I was, yeah. I was mixing that up with Labyrinth up. Sorry. No, evolution is special because I'm assuming the implication is obviously your body's going to change form while you're asleep. Yes. Which yeah. isn't noticeable in this first one, is when you get to the second one a little later on. Well, yeah, she she does kind of say, oh, she's a bit tired and passes out. And then, yeah, you're right. She does say, next time I should, like, make sure I'm prepared. Whereas when you level up, literally jumps. Shed your skin. Yeah. Like, literally jumps. You and... do a cool AF pose, yep. and then you're fully healed. Kawaii pose. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, whatever. Let's forget that shedding your skin wouldn't regrow a limb, but whatever. Fancy world, like whatever. Yep, yep. fancy video game world. Totally makes sense. They <laughs> they respawned, I guess. Like it cures all your status effects, Mike. Oh sure, because all your status effects are kept on your skin. Yep. I mean, that's that's like again, that's a standard video game thing. So. It is, yeah. I'm pretty sure Pokemon also has a thing like that where it's like shed skin, you got rid of all your statuses. <laughs> like it's a an ability. Pokemon only lose status on evolution, otherwise. I'll tell you that one. Yeah. You don't lose status on level up. Well, okay then. Now you know. It's That's irrelevant information, but thank you. <laughs> you're, you're, you're literally playing Pokemon on stream currently, Mike. Yeah, but I also, I also use a shit ton of items in Pokemon <laughs> yes, centers. It's yes, you do. basically irrelevant. That's why they're there. <laughs> I, use them. Okay. I will I, not have this. This judgment. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> okay, this isn't about video games, so I'll keep this very brief. I know, it kind of is. I don't disagree. Okay, very good. Uh, I don't dis. If you believe in like you've got items, use them. That's fine. I have no problem with that. If you use items in Pokemon, it makes the game stupidly easy. It does yeah. I'm playing it to have fun, not to be challenged. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Like it's not like Fire Emblem where you grinded off stream for like thirty hours. That did happen. Yeah. And it still wasn't tremendously easy towards the end. Like, it was fine. I just remember you were like, why is this so easy at the end of the game? And it's like, I wonder, Mike. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. That, <laughs> yeah, I did have... For those of you in the audience who have played Fire Emblem Three Houses, I had one character that had literally unlocked every single class. Every single class, yeah. Apart from sure one, did. because I didn't have the seal for it, because apparently those are finite in number in the game. Apparently. Yeah, you won't get too old. Three, depending on your route and things. Yeah, I was livid. Unless you get someone who's nice enough to trade you on through the. Yeah, that's never going to happen. 
It actually happens quite a lot. Yeah. Because people are nice and they just don't care. Don't care about the dark classes, yeah, I guess. Yeah. To be honest, those classes are just not overly great. Yeah, they're fine. Not great. But yeah, they're fine. Like, if you've got someone you're focusing on black magic, yeah, throw them into one of the dark magic classes. Why not? Sure. By the fact we're tangenting so much, and there is so much to discuss in these first two volumes of Spider, cough. So even you're admitting at this point, Sean, nothing happens. No. Stuff happens, it's just you can summarise it in a few bullet points and you're done. Oh, let's put it this way. Phil said it right at the beginning of the of the podcast. He, uh, everything that happens in these two volumes happens in the first chapter of Slime. Yeah, first one or two, yeah. Uh, by that logic, Mike, anything that happens in the first, I'm going to go with the entire story of Spider happens in the first chapter of Slime. I wouldn't say that's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm not saying that Slime did it well. Put it like this. As far as I got, she's still in the cave. I don't ever expect them to leave the cave. I feel like that's the point. I, I do, because blah, 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 redacted. Oh, okay. You do, because there's an actual plot. They're two, they're two extremes of the scale, put it like that. <laughs> yeah, again, that's fair. But... Ha- okay, wait, has this, has this se- series ended yet? No. Okay, I'm calling it now. Eventually, they evolve into Spider Queen. Yeah. Spider Queen. Sure. Spider Queen is going to be like a humanoid character. Okay. That's what I'm calling, and I think that's the only significance to it being a female character. <laughs> Because that that because uh, otherwise they couldn't be a spider queen. They'd have to be a spider king, and nobody wants a spider okay, king. That's fair, we've been we've been saying her because yeah. she was because she's female, female yeah. when human. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware, we don't know the gender of the spider. I mean, she constantly refers to herself as a female. So she identifies as female at least. I mean, I don't know if not that it matters, I guess, or is even relevant because it's a fantasy world. But is there a is there a thing about? Only female spiders can make webs. Uh, I doubt it. But... No, I don't think so. That would be weird. It would be, yeah, I agree. Considering the guy's called Spider-Man, but beyond that... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like, you, you've lived long enough, Mike. I know, I, I didn't think this was a thing. You would have spotted a spider at some point and gone, why is it not made a web? It's like how only female ants can fly. Yeah, and I, don't get me wrong, I get what you were saying, Mike. I can believe that. I don't know. I'm assuming that's true because otherwise you wouldn't know it. But I can believe that because <laughs> flying isn't like a trait. Flying isn't the first thing I think of with an ant. Making webs yeah. is the first thing I think of with a spider. No, that's fair. But then again, I I have had these mind blowing bio- biological mistake, uh, general knowledge mistakes before. Like a few years ago now, I completely without irony because I just heard this at one point and just didn't question it. So I completely, without irony, parroted the fact that a giraffe's heart is as big as a Mini Cooper. What? Now, yep. Now think about that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't need to think about it to know that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I went, as soon as I said it, I was like, without, with complete confidence, I said that. And then I was like, wait. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm sure they're pretty reasonable size but who told yeah. you that and you believed I it <laughs> I, I i it was one of those things that i heard when i was a very small child and i was just like yeah that's probably what it is i just didn't i just didn't think of it Be- between the time someone told you that and the time you said it have you seen a giraffe 
I have, yeah. <laughs> and and just... it didn't occur to you at that moment. No, my brain oh, just didn't man. connect the dots. That, that giraffe is like 90% hard. <laughs> Why is that giraffe pulsating? Why has that giraffe got a giant mini-shaped thing in its body? <laughs> Why does that giraffe have an aortic valve instead of a neck? <laughs> oh, is that why they just need such long necks? Yeah, yeah. It's their entire circuit. It's, it's actually system. just like part of the heart. <laughs> All of the giraffe is in the neck. <laughs> so yeah, my, I just, yeah. like So whenever someone says something about biology, which I didn't know, granted I think about it more critically now, but I can totally believe that there is just a nature fact that I was unprivy to or mistaken about. Because that happened to me, and this was like, this was it's not even that long ago. So it was like eight or nine years ago when I did that. So, yeah, like I'm I'm willing to believe that if somebody said with confidence that only female spiders make web, then I'd be like, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> well, on that note, it's probably not though. Ah <laughs> oh dear, right? Does does anyone else have anything they want to bring up and discuss about Spidey Boy? Spidey Boy, oh, I've got that entire role. We just talked about this. I, I have two more criticisms. Okay, go on. So at one point, our main character gets a title. Mm -hmm. And as a result of this title, it's bestowed upon them poison resistance level one. After they already have poison resistance. But it's fine because it gets unified and that does nothing. It levels up the skill. The title thing I, I also largely ignored. The first title she gets is very important. But um, admittedly, the poison title is meaningless. Basically, the way it handles it, because obviously, then by getting that title, you unlock the awards. Yeah, I, I, I understand. I kind of get the idea. It's like certain titles give you specific skills, and they just already had one. But then it was like, oh, it, this is unified into this skill, and it's like, but that didn't do anything. And then later on, it happens again, and it levels up the skill, so it's kind of a yeah. Bit... It's boosting the skill XP basically behind the scenes. It just yeah, it just seems a bit clunky. Seems normal. <laughs> that seems perfectly normal. I mean, it does. Um, so one of the things that does happen is very early on when she eats her spider brella, uh, she gets the taboo title. No, taboo's the skill. She gets the kid eater title, and then that unlocks uh, taboo and heresy magic, which um, you later learn taboo's uh, skill description is. Why do you have this? Yeah, don't level this up. And she's don't like, oh shit, I've already up. leveled it up once. Yes, uh, taboo is a big part of the story as it goes forward. Sure, I, I can believe that. For relevance, less in regards to her character, but Taboo is a big part of the story. As is sure. another skill that she magically had on her list, which... Um, oh, is this the indecipherable nonsense? 10% L equals W. What could yeah. that mean? You'll have to read and watch more to find out. Yeah. No, I'm, no it's, <laughs> it's going to be bullshit. It's going to be bullshit, yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, it's the skill that uh, reincarnated people get. Yeah, I, I sure. figured as much. Bullshit. Sure, but you know, Isekai, all the reincarnations in Isekai bullshit. Yes, <laughs> yes, they are. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I, we'll get to this when we get to my thoughts, but anyway. My other one, being as you mentioned good old heresy, Sean. Good old heresy. Why, why didn't they use appraisal on it? They showed they can use appraisal on their skills when they looked at the poison synthesis. Why didn't they use appraisal on the heresy magic? They, they actually do. Does she, I don't remember doing it on heresy magic. Okay, I don't know about heresy magic, but they do actually try well, I using... know they do it on a few skills, but I don't remember it on heresy magic. They tried to do it on the glitch, is what I thought you were talking about, and it said, cannot be appraised, or something to that effect. 
yeah, I, I remember the glitch. There is a page where she goes through like what the spells are, and uh, in another thing I like about this series, uh, she doesn't just immediately get to wang magic out everywhere. She can do her spider poison because no, no shit, she can do her spider poison. Except that's not technically magic; that's synthesis. She can't actually do magic at the moment because she doesn't have a fucking clue how. Something that's not resolved for a bit. So again, that's a thing I, I like. I don't know. That feels a bit weird to me because if you've been like, oh yeah. She knows how to lob blobs of poison at people through poison synthesis, but not magic. Synthesis I, isn't magic, is the... I, no, I understand the difference between synthesis and magic, but as far as a regular human being reincarnated into a spider, sure, I would still be like, this is still fucking magic to me. How, <laughs> I'm just making something out of thin air and throwing it at people. How To me, there's no particular reason they couldn't just use the magic i mean there is magic as as she makes clear multiple times throughout these two volumes is not just the case of shout the spell and do a pose there's more to it than that which she isn't aware of yet but you know synthesizing poison out of thin air is just synthesizing poison out of thin air yeah because that's not magic uh, yeah but that's sort of my point but the it mechanic of this universe synthesis is not magic I, I I understand what you're saying, but like, you're saying, oh, they don't know how to use magic, but I'm saying, well, how do they know how to make poison out of thin air? They said the skill and it worked. It's the answer to that. All I'm saying is, it's very inconsistent. It is inconsistent. There's a, it's a few inconsistent things of this. It's not, but I can see where you're coming from. And I, I feel like the whole how good they are at using webs is pretty inconsistent as well. I mean, I feel like they just can use webs like a god from the start. It's like, oh, yeah, just, you know, casually make a tent for myself, make a bridge, why not? Not like just a bridge of web, like a proper bridge type that's thing. That's the point. It's bringing human brain power to... No, I, I get that, but it's just like, from, from the get-go, they're just like, I am great at webs. I like the fact she makes so many human structures. I like the fact she makes a tent to bridge. She makes herself like bedding and has like a bed sheet. She yeah, don't don't get me wrong. It's great and all. It's just at no point do you see them going, how the shit do I make anything with my web? They just instinctively know how to spider is kind of my point. Mm. I, I, I do see your point. I don't really mind that one so much though, because they were born as a spider and muscle memory is a thing, which sure, why not? Muscle, muscle memory is a thing when you were never that species. Sure. Like, genetic memory is a thing. Like, even humans have genetic memory. Yes. And I've admittedly never watched, like, a video of, like, a baby spider, so I don't know if there's a learning phase of them going and making the world's shittest webs before they figure it out. I'm fairly certain that spiders just know how to do everything when they are birthed, whatever the process of that is. Because I know there's different types, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're fine. And that's why I'm willing to I'm going to shrug that off. You can also fill in the gaps by saying fantasy world. It's a very whatever point. But yeah, yeah. That, it's it, it was just one to point out. Just like they, they, they can just do all the spidery things from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. They And they do settle into being a spider, like, immediately. To be fair, they, they do lampshade that one. She's like, oh my god, I'm a spider. Let's just put that to the side and not worry about it. Sure, but they'd never worry about it. There's never yeah. even, like, a single point of lamenting, ah, oh, I can never go back to being human. No, no, nothing like that. I mean, they make, they make homages to it, but for the main, she 
realizes she has to focus on what's in front of her. Like, there's a point where she's like, man, I would kill for like a cup noodle. Her ability to compartmentalize is probably the most overpowered thing in this entire manga. I don't think saying. it's even compartmentalizing at this point. I think it's just like denial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a fine line. Like, it's very much like, I died and now I'm a spider. I don't know how I died. I don't know why I'm a spider. Let's not worry about it. Doesn't even know if she died or not. This is, this is true, actually. She doesn't know if she died. She's assuming she died. She's assuming she died, yeah. But she, she also realises there's little point in worrying about that at this moment in time. I mean, true. If I woke up as a spider, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I would worry about it. I don't know. But maybe if she'd reincarnated and wasn't immediately in a life or death situation, she'd have taken more time to worry. But kind of galvanises you a bit. <laughs> I, th- I think the point is, it just never really is a worry. And I, I understand why, because it is a lot of like, oh no, I'm being attacked and need to not die. But even when you do occasionally get those moments where it's like, oh, I've built myself a home and I have a night to rest peacefully, it's just sleep now. W- worry about the important stuff maybe later. I would like some sort of lip service to being like, oh no, my life is different now, but there's none of that, and at this point we're not going to get it, so... I, th- I think about the only thing you really get is just like, everything she eats, she's just like, this is kind of gross. Yep. That's another one the ones that they pace out, where it's... She will eat something eventually that doesn't taste like shit, but uh, we're not there yet. I mean, complete side note, people do eat bugs. Yes. Oh, totally, yeah. You can absolutely eat bugs. I'm not saying lots of people eat bugs. But people What's that eat thing? Bugs. It's, um... Yeah, give it enough time in our current state. We'll be eating bugs. That's a thing that's actually um, pretty popular in Asian countries. Is it candy locusts or something? Uh, yes. I don't, I don't know if it's locust, but yes. Well, you can buy a lot of like bugs covered in chocolate and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just it's a thing. I'm not judging. I'm just confused. But uh, yeah, like dietary sensibilities are different when you're a spider. So. Oh sure. <laughs> right. Well, it was. Phil's got his last little bits off his chest. Mike, do you have anything else you want to say before we move to the end? No, but that's just because there's not a lot to say about this. I will be the first to admit, when I read these two volumes, I was like, oh, wow, the B-plot just isn't here. There isn't one. <laughs> I, I would argue there isn't even an A-plot. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I, would I. I would not. <laughs> like, there's a difference between a plot and story beats and... There's story beats here, but there's nothing, there's no coherent plot that goes through. Like, we're not watching this character grow and expand as a character. We're watching them grow and expand their list you of are? skills. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're watching them come to terms with this new world and life. No, you're not. You're, you're absolutely absolute, not. You that. absolutely are. <laughs> it is the same character in chapter one that it is in chapter 13. There's no, no. change. Disagree. Uh, how would you say they've changed, Sean? Coming to terms with the whole new reality and what they now have to like, they can't. They can't go in with human sensibilities. They have to go in now with spider sensibilities. As, as we just discussed, though, she doesn't come to terms with that. She just brushes them off. No, that's the whole reincarnation thing. I mean, the amount of times you'll come into a scenario and like, I'm going to tackle this as a human. Wait, no, can't do that. I'm a spider. I have to tackle this a different way. I I don't feel like that ever really happens. They're just like. I'm, I'm a spider with a human brain. Let me use my yeah, human knowledge. I could see how you would infer that, but they never explicitly say that's what's happening. They, like, they never go, ah, I'm just going to squish this bug. And it's like, oh, no, I can't. I am 
a spider, not a person. Also, they're person-sized, yes, but... They are person-sized, and they refuse to fight and kill humans. No, they, don't, they don't even think about eating the humans when they do show up. No, she does think about it, but they're fucking strong. <laughs> uh, they have fire, that's about it. No, because she actually looks them, and I know we said levels are pointless earlier, but they were like level 30 people. So she was like, they're probably just going to straight up murder me. I can't say this for certain, but I think the assumption is human levels are more age. Because obviously humans don't evolve. So They kind of do. Not in this series. Like, uh, you don't, you're not evolving as a human. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Like, but... Unless teenager to adult is an evolution, which I don't think ever yeah, comes I'm going to say, I'm not evolving, but I'm a stunted man-child. So... <laughs> you are a Goliath bird-eating spider-like, as I said. You know what? I said I took that as an insult earlier. I'll take it. Goliath bird-eating spiders, they just sit there and wait the birds come to them. Exactly. <laughs> I'll take it. See, he likes the series already. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wish. But yeah, so in that case, that does bring us then roundabouts to the end. So I will throw... You know what? I'll throw to Phil first. Whoa. To me? I'm deliberately saving Mike for last. So, Phil, what do you think of Spider? Would you read more, buy it, watch it? And I know the answer's no, but has it convinced you over slime? <laughs> oh, no. No. Definitely not on that one. Um, would I read more? Yeah, maybe. Like, here's the thing. I am generally not that offended by this. Despite what I've said over the past insert episode length here a lot of it doesn't bother me a lot of it is common tropes and trappings of stories and isekai in general nothing particularly offended me that badly to be like no i will never read this ever Ugh. would i buy it no probably not no would i watch it maybe like i i, I could see it working quite well animated you you do have Crunchyroll. I do have Crunchyroll. That's the thing. It, it would literally cost me nothing to watch it. I mean, maybe. Like, yeah, I'm, I, I am very meh on it. I would definitely not buy it. I can say that much for certain. That, that is my thoughts. There you go, then. Uh, so I'll throw to me next. So the reason I adore Spider and absolutely think it's better than Sly, in my case, I love it for its art, which is so expressful and really surprisingly um, yeah, detailed for um, what is essentially just Spider in Dungeon. It really does manage to bring it to life and it feels like the artist is having the time of their lives. I love the lead character, Spidey, who, let me put it this way, she doesn't have a name. She's never named at any point in these two volumes and yet I still absolutely adore her. Uh, I love the kind of the comparison between her trying to come to terms with no longer being a human and being a spider. And I love the humor of it. And yeah, she's just a brilliantly character, which you kind of need to be when you are the only character pretty much for the duration, at least in terms of the first two volumes of the manga. Not the case in the anime, which I'll get to in a moment. And I also really like the pacing. I've mentioned a whole bunch of times in a whole bunch of Isekai episodes how I absolutely hate the whole I'm overpowered God within X episodes. And I feel like this series, unlike so many, 
actually avoids that trope. Again, I'll be the first to admit the thing you see at the end of Volume 2 where she fights off 100 bajillion gorillas style enemies. Absolute bullshit. Shouldn't have happened. Get rid of that chapter. Get rid of that fight. It's nonsense. If you ignore that, because the plot pretty much does afterwards, then it's actually a fairly standard, like, Gibane in a power. She never becomes ridiculously and looks like she's going to win any fight. It's always a struggle for her. And again, like, we've been into the whole details of, like, whether you think that's good storytelling or not. That's for you to decide. But uh, for me, at least, I never saw it as she's an invincible god like I did in, say, Solo Leveling or Slime or Black Summoner or almost any of the other isekais we've covered on this show. So uh, to me, absolutely, I adore this. I would own the second volume of the manga physically if it ever comes in stock on Amazon, but it hasn't for like a month, which is driving me mad. So, you know, that that sucks. Uh, in terms of the anime, I so that was the first version of this I consumed. I feel it does a better job in like pacing the B story, as in you see the B story, which we haven't. So you get to see the entire rest of her class or some of them who got isekai, which is another one of the reasons why I like this, because it's um, like more of a mass isekai, which, again, Phil will happily tell you that there's more than one series that does that. But um, There is. For me, at least, I hadn't really seen a whole lot of that and find that a relatively uncommon thing. So it's interesting to see the whole human side of things and a lot of interesting stuff that does happen in that side, which I won't go into because that's who boy spoilers. But uh, yeah. Admittedly, though, the anime does also have the fun fact of it makes uh, the lead spider CG and a bunch of elements CG. And if you hate CG animation, you're going to hate spider, which, eh, it doesn't bother me, but I know it does for some people. So, yeah, put this. I enjoyed watching the anime enough that I started buying the manga. I was hoping the light novel would arrive mid-recording. It has not. So sadly, I can't make that as a joke, but it's on the way, Amazon tell me. But uh, yeah, I am absolutely invested in this and there'll probably be something I think of after the show, but otherwise I would say this is my favourite isekai right now. And considering I started watching it because I wanted to watch something trashy and a series where you're a spider, that can't be great. Sounded like perfect trashy isekai. And I fell in love. So there you go. I am a spider stan. <laughs> so now we throw to Mike for the final, the final bit. So first of all, Spider, as always, would you read more, buy more, watch the anime? And then, because this is the summer of Isekai, and you are the impartial third party, it falls to you, Mike. Slime or Spider? Okay, well, first, I would be remiss if I did not say that, yes, we didn't get to see the B plot, but we did read a lot of the Wasp plot. Okay, and (laughs) then I will say uh that i want to like this i really do i really want to because i I read the first bit of it and i was as on board with it as you were sean like it's weird like if you listen to sean's opinions and phil's opinions it slowly goes from sean's like they're the scale it slowly slowly goes from sean's opinion and the longer it goes on towards phil's opinion of the thing like it's it's fine it's just Nothing happens, realistically. Like, no progress is made. I mean, yes, obviously, physical progress in the game mechanics of the story. Levels are higher, evolve, more skills. Yet, yeah, obviously, that progresses. But that's not plot. 
That's not story. That's not character growth. That's just the only story that we get is person gets reincarnated into this fantasy world game spider, runs away because they're about to die, and then just lives in a dungeon, and like a fantasy-style dungeon, and kills things to survive. It's more a problem-solving than it is actual life-or-death combat. It is, and I'll happily agree with you here for these two volumes. Spider Slice of Life. <laughs> sure. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm so down on it, because I like Slice of Life. And I, I want to like this, and if there was more plot, like, if we did get that B-plot, then I probably would like this. If there was more to it than what we got, I would probably like this. And the fact that you say that's coming later, that's great. But how often was this thing released originally? Was it weekly, monthly, what? Considering it's split chapters, I genuinely have no clue. I assume it's a monthly series, which is spread out over the month. So, okay, so let's just assume that it was weekly, for the benefit of the doubt here, and best possible scenario. It was weekly. If I got this every week, even moving at that pace, I'd be like, wow, this thing is slow. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a new, ad wacky adventure this week, but it's the same thing. It's a problem solve. It's someone fights and is always going to win. And if you stretch that out to monthly, that's so much worse. And like, I guess if you're really into that, that's fine. I mean, I will point out two things. So firstly, um, for whatever reason, the fandom hates the human side of this. The fandom despises the fact that a series called So I'm a Spider, So What has humans in it. Sure. And, or has a focal part of the humans. I can't say I was placed in the light novel, but as I said, I think from based on what you said, I'm very much of the opinion, no, you do need them I, I think overall it comes out to about two-thirds spider one-third human but you need the humans to give you a break from the spider stuff i've got no problem with the human element in this at all like, and i wouldn't have a problem i have no problem with the fact that it's about a spider character either my issue is there's just no story in what we read at least there really isn't and yeah you can scrape together a bunch of inferences that make a story but there are no real stakes here in the character side or the physical side. And so I will have to say that I might watch the anime of it, because again, Crunchyroll literally cost me nothing to give it a go, because I think this would actually probably work better as an anime. But as the in the form we got it, as a manga, with no <laughs> real semblance of plot, no, I'm not going to read it or buy more of it. And I really wanted to be into it. And I was so into it in the first five or six chapters. First volume, I was down to read more. Because I was like, okay, cool, where's this going? Oh, nowhere. And I was so disappointed. I really was. So, yes slash maybe to the anime. No to physical media. Or reading it. It's, like, it's not happening. And like I've got way more things I should read before I would even think about reading this again. So, it's not happening at all unfortunately but and now for your final question as for which is better out of this and slime again it's complicated because i wanted to like this way more than i did 
Whereas Slime was just kind of okay. But Slime played with ideas, with like pretty complicated ideas sometimes. Whereas this doesn't play with any ideas at all, really, apart from I am Spider, who is also a video game. And that's that's not that's not depth. And while I don't think I'd read either, if you're talking about in my mind which is better and which I'd give my vote for, it's got to be reincarnated as a slime. Because yeah, <laughs> I just don't see it going any other way. There you have it. The winner is Phil. What what was my prize? Uh, your prize is that you get to continue reading slime. Uh, wait, good. If he didn't win, was he not allowed to do that? <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to do that regardless. That's not a prize. Wait, I didn't realize this was the stakes. There's no prize. The, the point is, so there you have it. If you want to check out a non-humanoid isekai, two out of three of us recommend slime. I, I don't know about recommendations. <laughs> it's, like, it's such a tough call for me because I wanted Spider to be more than I got. And if you're telling me the anime structures it better, then... I feel, if we've surmised anything from this, watch the anime versions of both. They're the yeah. best versions, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I would still personally say read the manga of Slime, because apart from your one complaint around that one skill, I don't think there was much of a problem. Okay, I'll give you this then. This will be my final conclusion, and this summer, I'm actually okay with this. Read Slime watch spider so read slime manga but watch the spider anime there you go then that's that's our that's our takeaway but as always let us know what you think are you on team slime are you on team spider or are you reading some other random non-humanoid isekai that i've never heard of because these are by far the two biggest ones in the genre reincarnated as a sword reincarnated as an egg a re-monster Reincarnated as a vending machine. I'm going to go to Mangadex right now and type in reincarnated as a... Right. You'll be there for as, a while. Uh, and then... Nope, this is all, all just... This is just slime all the way down. Oh my god. I mean, there are like five slime series. <laughs> reincarnated as a lich and starts an all-out war. Yeah. But that's a humanoid, so I don't... It's like people like, read Remonster. He's back as a goblin. I'm like, so a, a smaller human. Got it. Man, these these are all these are all just like reincarnated as an anime magical girl. Wow, there's, there's so many of these. Oh my god, it just keeps going. Oh my god, <gasps> that was a cat girl. That's why we did this as non-humanoid because you get Re reincarnated very as an S rank behemoth. Reincarnated as the AI for a space battleship. There you go. Well, what might goes down this uh this plug hole? This, it's not, not a rabbit hole. This is a plug hole. This goes yeah. nowhere. Good. That, work, that works better. Ah <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, well, 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 Mike has has that fun. Uh, Phil, where can they find you on the internet to celebrate your glorious victory? They can't. I celebrate alone. They can't. Phil is re renaining on his victory pie, which means by default I win. So if you want to celebrate with me at Slazer King, we can uh, enjoy Spider superiority once more. Uh, fake superiority. If you want to check out Mike's stuff, where can they find you, buddy? What, what's happening in Bezekra's world? Well, at the moment, as a time of recording, but probably by the time you listen to us, not. I am still playing through the Pokemon Shield DLCs. I'll probably be playing The Last of Us by the time you hear this. And uh, But you can find that on 
my Twitch channel of twitch.tv slash Brzezekra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And you can find me at Twitter at the same place for stream updates and other random shit that pops into my mind. But yeah, that's, that's just me. Yes, and, and uh, you can also find him going, oh, no ring fit this week, guys, sorry. There's always a reason. There, there is always a reason, Mike. That's the problem. <laughs> no. Uh, you can follow the podcast as a whole at Trash Manga Cast. Uh, we are available on all of the podcasting services, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, tune in. So give us a like or a follow on those or follow us on Twitter to be notified the moment new episodes go live. And to, again, let us know what you think. Are you on Team Slime? Are you on Team Spider? Do you have an entirely different non-humanoid isekai that me and Mike should check out because Phil's probably read them all already? Although he hadn't read Spider, so maybe not. Maybe maybe you'll find the one isekai in the million that he uh, hasn't read. It's not hard. There is like a million isekai. And I believe you've read them all. No, not even remotely. Well, this just tells me how much more you've got to go, Phil, to be the master of isekai. But uh, that's me and Phil all tuckered out now after the summer of Isekai. We've we've had our we've had our fun. We've had our turns. So it's time to throw to Mike. Mike, summer is behind us. Autumn and fall loom in the distance. What have we got to look forward to next time on Trash Manga Friends? I'm sorry, I got to share two more titles. This is not what we're doing next week, but I got to share two more. First of all, was reincarnated as the Omega villain in a BL novel, which is hilarious. It was so close to finishing. <laughs> and second one was since I reincarnated as a girl, let's fuck. <laughs> sure. There you go. There's the fuck series I was we were talking about. <laughs> okay, but for reals, reals, what we're doing. Uh, the question I suppose I could pitch to you guys is did you ever do something that you regretted and you wanted to change? Starting this podcast. <laughs> well, that's kind of what our protagonist does in uh, following manga he has had a life of violence in the yakuza and decides that he it's time that he gives up that life of violence and settles down as a house husband but wacky situations ensue as a result and he just can't seem to let himself be the calm person that he needs to be in that life because we are going to be reading the way of the house husband Yes, indeed. So come back next time to check out us discussing The Way of the Household, a smash hit Netflix adaptation anime that is in no way utter shite. See you next time, everybody. Bye bye.